Welcome back to the Restoration Women's Virtues. We've been talking about the power of the Holy Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we've been focusing on Him as our comforter and our advocate and our counselor and our, what is it that Jesus said that um, He would send uh, the Holy Spirit. He'd not leave us as orphans, but He would send the Holy Spirit and it, he, he, he wanted to stand by, stand next to us. You know, if you ever, ever felt like, there's times I think of people that I've never been in this position. I've always had family around me or people around me, friend, you know, f- family actually is all, I've always had family. And I think, and I know, I know there's people that have no one. They don't have a family. They don't have, and they're really alone in the world. And yet we have access to the spirit of the living God. And he wants to come and take up residence within us and guide us and counsel us through this journey of life in the earth. And that's the beautiful thing. All you have to do is ask him to come into your life and to forgive you of your sins. And he wants to be there for you. And he wants to be your best friend. So it says, it it means one called to stand next to you as a helper, Various translations have rendered this a counselor, a comforter, an advocate, an encourager, or a helper. So you have a helper. We all have a helper that we can call on if we'll just do it. Uh, Most of the time, we don't know to do that. But I'm telling you, and you can pass this word on to others and to, to, to help others, that we have the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what Jesus went to the cross for, was to get... Uh, the Spirit of God back into God's creation, mankind, to the human being, because we were we were created spirit, soul, and body in the image of God. We lost we lost that image in the garden with the fall, uh, and 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 Jesus came to repair that, to restore that image of Christ in us, the hope of glory. So the Holy Spirit is the one that he poured out on the day of Pentecost. He was able, he, Jesus earned the right through his obedience and his, and his uh, death on the cross to give us the gift of the Holy Spirit back. So we, we need to be very, very grateful and thankful for that. And uh, just stop and think about this. You have a counselor, someone to talk to, someone to tell you what's right and what's wrong and how to get right and how to stay right. You have an advocate. That's your defense attorney in the court of law of the universe. And when, when the devil's up there uh, uh, accusing you, the Holy Ghost is standing there, but, but Jesus died for their sins. But Jesus took that at the cross. So you have an advocate, an encourager, he has just the right word for you at the right moment if you'll call upon him. But we have to call upon him. He doesn't, he doesn't push his way into our lives. We, uh, he has to be invited. He's very much a gentleman, a helper. However, none of these words alone are adequate. This, this is a, um, a Passion Translation footnote. None of these uh, words are adequate and fall short in explaining the full meaning the translator has chosen the word Savior for it depicts the role of the Holy Spirit to protect, defend, and save us from ourselves and our enemies and keep us whole and healed. 
He is the one who guides and defends and comforts and consoles. Keep in mind that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ our Savior. This is the same Spirit that's now dwelling in you and I if you've received Christ in your life. The same Spirit that Jesus walked in when he was walking in the earth. He didn't walk as God. He walked as a human being, a man, with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's why we're <clears throat> going to look at them, because if we're going to be conformed into the image of Christ, then we need to know how he did things. And we need to know the strategies and the, you know, it's, you, it talks about the wiles of the devil, the methods that devil uses. Well, we want to know the manifestations of the spirit and what he uses. And so it also says in this footnote, um, this is a beautiful word picture. The Holy Spirit comes to end the work of the, the work of the curse of sin in our lives and to save us from its very, its every effect. A redeemer who ends the curse. So the Holy Spirit has come to end the curse in our life, to lead us in the ways of righteousness and to direct our steps. And we're blessed to have them. Amen. So what we want to do is create a hunger for spiritual gifts as we visit over these scriptures. We want to create a reverence for the presence of the Holy Spirit. And we want to learn the proper attitude for the gifts to flow in. We want to establish the proper motive for the gifts to flow out from and cast down the accuser of the brethren. Just reading, just reading these, uh, these uh, bullet points to create a hunger for the spiritual gifts. We are to uh, desire earnestly uh, the, the, Holy, the Holy Ghost, the gifts of the Spirit. We are to desire earnestly. There's a passion. Remember, we've looked in the past at the passion that the Holy Spirit has for us. It's, let me read that again real quick. Where it says in Romans that he helpeth our infirmities, and the word helpeth there. That the Holy Spirit, uh, it says, uh, this is some teachings from Rick Renner. The, the, this is the first, in, the, in Romans 8, it talks about the Holy Spirit helpeth our infirmities. And he's saying that this, this is the first time chronologically that this word was ever used, the helpeth word, the, the word helpeth. And it's soon ante lambano. And the Holy Spirit created a brand new word to describe his help for us. So he's written a whole new language. That's why we pray in other tongues. We pray in a new and new languages because there's a we're we're pulling from a place that has never been pulled from before. As far as uh, we were talking in the prayer room the other day about how um, we faith will reach out and grab hold of the promises of God and pull them into manifestation. Well, that's what the Holy Spirit does. The manifesting uh, manifestation of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit are reaching out and pulling things into manifestation. But what I want to impress us about is the intensity that the Holy Spirit works from. It's not, he's not apathetic about anything. He's not lazy about anything. He's very uh, in, um, involved. He's very intense. There's an intensity about him that, um, we could all use a, 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 an upgrade in. 
be more intense about the things of God. But the soon anti-Lombano, the soon part, S-U-N is what it, the way it's spelled. It's co-laborers, a partnership in co cooperation always describes what you do with someone else. So that's you and the Holy Spirit. We are partners in this life. And he wants to be there. He wants to be a helpmate to us. I will make a help meet for him. God said in, in, the, in the Genesis 2. Co-labor, a partnership and cooperation always describes what you do with someone else. It would never describe, <clears throat> excuse me, it would never describe what someone does for you. We are co-laborers together with God. It's always uh, connects you with someone else. So this soon and then anti-lambano. Anti is a, is a hostility against anything that would hurt you. So he, he's your uh, bodyguard, in, in a sense. We just have to learn how to cooperate with him, how to hear from him. We have to learn his language. We have to learn God's ways. Uh, you know, it says in the Old Testament that Moses, how does that go? The people of Israel knew God's, uh, well, anyway, you can know his acts. They knew his acts, but Moses knew his ways. And so we want to know his ways. We want to know God's heart. Did you know that our, our father, who the spirit of God represents, our father has a heart of covenant and he has a, a mind of covenant. So he, is a, he has a faithfulness about him in covenant relationship with us. When, when we invite him into our life and he comes and sets up residence in our lives, he's there to stay. As far as he's concerned, he's there to stay. Now we can mess it up, but he's there to stay. And if we'll listen to him, he is the spirit of truth. He'll lead us into all righteousness. So that, you know, there's coming a day, and we, we'll be looking at this eventually, there's coming a day when we're going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. I think we think because we get saved, we're removed from that, but we still have to face a rewards ceremony. You get rewards for the things that you accomplish in your life by the Spirit. And I'll show you in the days ahead uh, that... Uh, the things that are not done by the fullness of the spirit uh, burn up. We, we have to; they have to pass. In fact, I'm thinking the fires are are burning now, uh, just dealing with life <clears throat> in the earth and and deep darkness upon the surface of the earth. Yea, darkness is on the earth; deep darkness on the surface of the earth. That that is a part of the fire. You pat. We have to stay holy in the midst of this darkness. And um, so we want to learn how to listen to the Holy Spirit and learn his ways. We want to learn his ways. And um, the anti is what he's against. And we're, we're to push back on the Antichrist spirit. Did you know that in Thessalonians where it talks about the Antichrist spirit and those withhold uh, Antichrist is rebellion against constituted authority. So any place that we're not in operating in line with the Word of God, because the Word of God is God's constituted authority in the earth, 
And so when we resist that and fight against that, that's an antichrist spirit. But the anti in this word with the Holy Spirit is not just positionally against a, a menace or a danger. It's um, somebody, unless put behind bars, will hurt you. This person will hurt you unless put behind bars. So the what we're seeing there is the intensity that the Spirit of God that lives and dwells within us operates in. And then lambano is to take or receive. It's not. It's not. Not when I just give you this, but it, it's there and you take it and pull it to yourself. That's what lambano means. So it's to grab hold of and pull it to yourself. So we're talking about a partnership, a hostile attitude and a forceful seizing. And so the, in all those words, uh, partnership would be a covenant word. And all those words, it shows the intensity that the Spirit of God that dwells in us operates from. And that's what we want to learn to do. We want to up our game in intensity. Amen? So I was going to share with you a couple of things here. In the goals of the class, that we're doing to create a hunger for spiritual gifts. We, we need to hunger for the spiritual gifts for first uh, Corinthians 14 says that to create a reverence for the presence of the Holy spirit. So I'm going to quit preaching and go to meddling here. One thing that's very important for church life, church etiquette is one thing. If you come in late and disturb the worship you're uh, really, uh, it's an irreverence of the Holy Spirit because if the Spirit settles in the midst of the worship and then I come in and scoot past you to get to a seat, I've just interrupted that. And it's really disrespectful uh, to the Holy Spirit himself and to your brothers and sisters in the Lord. So try to be on time to church. And of course, uh, we need to all work on that. As soon as I say that to you, I'm going to be late. <laughs> that's what that's what happens is when you preach to somebody else, then it, it catches you. We all always have those times, but let's um, let's be reverent to when the spirit's moving, and um, create a reverence for the presence of the Holy Spirit. You know, Catherine Kuhlman was um, had had tremendous Holy Spirit meetings. And she had such a love and respect and a reverence for the Holy Spirit. So let's ask the Lord to help us with that. To learn the proper attitude for the gifts to flow in, you have to create an environment. On a, I like to say an alkaline environment versus an acid environment. And uh, they say cancer will grow in an acid environment, but uh uh, health and well-being grows in an alkaline environment. So we, we want to learn the proper attitude for the gifts to flow in and create an atmosphere of respect and reverence for the Holy Spirit. And he is the third person of the Godhead. He is the power source of the Godhead. Establish the proper motive for the gifts to flow out from and cast down the accuser of the brethren. So that's what we want to do in the days ahead. And I invite you to join me each week. We come out with a new podcast on Thursdays. And you can go to womensvirtues.com and check out our other podcast where we've discussed other subjects. But we've been discussing the Holy Spirit and focusing 
focusing on Him and uh, uh, looking for Him to increase in our lives. Amen? So I'll see you next time. God bless you. Bye-bye.